And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about Loki, Season 1, Episode 4. This, this to me, is probably one of the... We're back on track, to be honest with you, compared mm-hmm. to where we were on Episode 3, at least in my opinion. We're back on track to where we are. And I know why Charlie is laughing right now, but I'll get to his thoughts in a few minutes. But... You know, I really thought that they did a really good job with getting them off that purple planet that we didn't like. I didn't mind it for five minutes of them being on that planet and then taking them off. But I also like the fact that they went into the TVA a little bit deeper and stuff like that with this episode. I'm just going with my positives and then we're going with a plot point with it. But for as a for to be an episode of 44 minutes, I thought it was really good, to be honest. And you know, I definitely like the mention of vampires that they brought into the TVA and things like that. It makes me, th- in matter of fact, I was thinking Blade, but at the same time, I was thinking Morbius for some reason. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of mixed up here. Is it Morbius or is it going to be Blade? More than likely, Blade, since they just announced not too long ago that Blade is connected in with this universe. So it makes perfect sense to actually be Blade versus Morbius because Morbius is more of the Sony verse. And everything, and this is the MCU. So there's that. So I definitely like the fact that we are actually dealing with other beings aside from those other variants that they're actually capturing, which is Loki's. And I liked how uh, the main person that's in charge of the TVA is like telling Owen Wilson's character, um, I think you're spending a little too much time with the Loki's. Because, yeah, I think so, too. I'd much rather deal with the vampires than dealing with the Lokis. So I definitely love the personality and the humor. Once again, Owen Wilson just delivers in this in this season, to be honest with you. And then, of course, I also liked it when they go back to the Purple Planet and everything. Even though we get the asteroids and it's not hitting jack shit around them. And <laughs> there's no sense of danger, which I got that out of my head and everything, that there's no sense of danger on this planet. Or anything like that. So I wiped that clean. And of course, you know, I had a feeling that something's going to happen to where Owen Wilson has to go ahead and save them both at the nick of time before that planet explodes. So I actually understood that. And then I liked how it goes into a deeper level where it's like Loki's trying to love himself and to appreciate himself. And it cuts through the roots of who he is. And he's falling in love with another version of himself which we tend to do ourselves, where mm-hmm. we go on ahead, we try to love ourselves, trying to change who we are and be a better person. And this is exactly what Loki is doing. And then all of a sudden you see that spike happen. And then Owen Wilson winds up seeing the spike and the change. And all of a sudden you see the direction that the TVA is taking because they're like, okay, why is this shift happening? This is not normal. We have to do something about it and instead of making it. Because I think I know the reason why they're worried about it by the spike because they know if this spike happens that's the end of the TVA that's the end of it and that's something that they don't want but what's you what was your initial thoughts Latasia that's what I want to know um I love this episode now I understand why episode three I think was so boring and kind of you know it why it just seemed like it was a fill it really wasn't a filler it was a setup for this episode. And I like the romance between the two Lokis. It kind of reminds me of like dealing with a narcissist, how people say that narcissists mirror the people that they 
go out with. And essentially, these are two narcissists. I mean, Loki is a narcissist. So it would make sense that they fall in love with each other, you know, and they're both the goddess and god of mischief. So that was interesting to me. And it's good to see Loki, Tom Hiddleston Loki, actually have feelings for somebody besides himself, even though it kind of is himself. So I found that to be interesting. I think we talked about it last week about we didn't trust um, the woman, that something was going on with her. She wasn't really telling Owen Wilson everything that was going on. And now that's been... That's been brought out. And, you know, I don't know whether she killed um, the girl who who had the memories. I don't know whether she killed the girl or not. But um, but when she lied to Owen Wilson and told him that she was dead or and that she her brain was scrambled, he knew, you know, he knew at the time that that was a lie because the girl was fine when he talked to her. So she wasn't she wasn't speaking gibberish. She was fine. So he knew it was a lie. He knew something was going on, and it was just a matter of him pulling the thread and the string, and you know, and really unraveling what mm-hmm. in the hell is going on here. And then at right. the end, where we got the three robots, <laughs> we'll get to that in a few minutes. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. This thing is getting ready to be a mess, but I liked it. I like when um, the commander went and got uh, Sylvie and asked her to, you know, like, what what is going on? Why do I have these memories? And Sylvie told her. And, you know, this thing is starting to unravel. It, it's so good now. I can't wait till next week. And I guess we'll talk about the end scene yeah, we will. We'll definitely catch up on that. Yeah, I know, because I'm like, that's, that's because there's a lot crazy. of theories, like I said, floating in my head that I just need to get out. <laughs> but <laughs> before we do that, before we go on ahead and go through my theories towards the end of the show, um, I want to go on ahead and get Charlie's initial thoughts on it, though, too, and then it'll be bounced back over to me. Um, so I said this episode I slightly better than the last one, slightly to quote uh, Natasha Romanoff slightly um the, i did like the time loop thing with loki being stuck and getting kicked in the nuts by lady sif which we haven't seen on screen since well agent of shield <laughs> so and the last thor movie um so it was kind of see like funny to see her back just you know being being the crap out of loki out of a prank that he did in the comics um i thought that was funny um the rest of it i just thought it was a downer to be honest, I just thought this whole episode was a downer. Like, the, right off the opening, you see a little girl get taken by the TVA. No reason. No reason at all. She's playing with a ship. And the, the and then that, that horrible leader, who was a guard at the time, Ravenna, taking her for no reason. And Sylvie beat the crap out of her and ran away and stole her time thing. I'm like, so I kind of knew Ravenna was bad from the get-go. But just, just seeing her lie... For her teeth was really kind of annoying. I'm like, come on, seriously? Like, and that killing off Owen Wilson's character, I thought that was not cool because I'm like, really? That's how he's going to go out? Not like, well, at least about him to do something. And then again, I don't know if he's really dead or what. But, and then 
like I, that. And then I didn't like the amount of time still spent on the purple at that. The visuals were just bad. And it's you're still getting five minutes of a purple wall. Again, I said last week's episode, uh, Barney going in the bathroom on the TV screen. And we're stuck with that for five more minutes. It was very hard to figure out that like that sequence made it so hard to follow because of the visuals. And again, later on in the episode, the visuals didn't get any better when they're on the, that ice area. And it was like really kind of dark. And I mean, I'm watching it on a 4k TV, but yet the visuals were kind of dark. So it was really, it's kind of bright, kind of dark. So it was really hard to follow what was really going on. And um, it was kind of like, kind of dumb at how the, the timekeepers were just robotics. I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of stupid. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know this. Like, I mean, like the episode, the last episode was just so bad. It slightly improved it, but it's like, for me, the first two episodes knocked it out of the park. And for me, an analogy, I got to like it. The first two episodes were like the Falcons in the, in the first three quarters of the Super Bowl. There, it felt like they were scoring 28 and now the rest of the episodes are happening, and they're about to blow it. Like, oh, I mean, Charlie, don't don't do that to me. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> just, I had so much. Like, I was so excited for these first two episodes, oh, and then the, the last, episode, the third episode was just so bad. And now this one was slightly better, but only slightly. And it's just, it was just, just a downer. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the only one that didn't really like enjoy this episode as much, but I was expecting much. And these run times were just getting so confusing. It's like you, you start out with two long, almost an hour episodes. Then you went to like barely 40 minutes and now like 49. I mean, stick with one thing. And like, and like, and like you said, I mean, we only got two more episodes, so they got a lot of work on, but it's just, and then, and then the way they kind of did Loki, like kind of like phase pruned him. And it's like, Okay, is he gone? Not. To, and then we'll talk about the post credit scene, but it's just like, it's just too confusing about what's going on. It's kind of the thing I was worried about when I watched the trailer. I was like, this, this, this looks all over the place. I mean, I did like the mention of vampires. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, besides Loki and Sylvie and Mobius, I don't really care for anybody else. And that, that that's the hard part because you can't trust them. Um, and, that, and, that, and that's the hard part. I mean, you only like those three characters, and they just took out Owen Wilson, and and supposedly we don't even know where Loki is. So the only one that's really left is Sylvie, and yet you know Ravana, like Ravona, isn't going to be telling anything. It's like, and I don't know. Um, this this the show just had so much. Like they were knocking out of the park, and now it's not. Now they're just fish out of water, just floundering, just waiting for something to happen. <laughs> You see, for me, I'm thinking that the reason why they took the girl is because of the fact that she has all those memories contained. And because she has those memories contained, and because of that, because what okay, what if they do this? What if Sophie and Loki get back together again? And they cause that spark, which also causes the end of the TVA, which also and also too. What if that girl's not dead, though? What if she's actually in that same land that Loki woke up at at the end of that episode on the, um, on the, you know, I'm talking about on the post-credit scene? Mm-hmm. What if they do that? And I'm thinking that the reason why they don't want that spark to actually happen is because of the fact that would be the end of the TVA. Everybody's going to get their memories back. 
and there's no need to actually have someone in there to fix the timelines anymore because the DVA is actually abolished. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the girl's not really a threat to anyone but the TVA themselves because there she contains the truth of who each every single agent is in the TVA. So that's my theory on that. And as far as everything else goes and everything, I'm thinking that Owen Wilson's character is still alive. Mm. I'm thinking that he's because here's the thing: we see the same thing happen to Loki. All of a sudden, he just appears in this other land. So I'm thinking the same thing is going to happen to Owen Wilson because why is Owen Wilson going to sign on for two episodes? Well, three episodes, if you think about it. And then all of a sudden they're not going to use him anymore. If you're going to use Owen Wilson, you're going to use Owen Wilson to the best of your ability and everything and not try to undercut him. So I'm thinking that he's still alive. And then now they actually have to figure out a way to get back into the TVA again, which I think Selfie is going to be the one who ends up getting them back on track again but i also like the whole entire time loop and everything too where you have loki getting kicked in the nuts by lady sif i definitely like that that was just a funny moment and also a redeemable moment for loki to try and make up with her and explain his reason why he was cutting her here which was because he wanted attention because he didn't get attention from odin and everything so he was just doing what anybody else would do to try and get attention even though it was an intention of the wrong way but it was still him trying to get attention and it was actually a very redeeming quality that we didn't get from Loki before and apologizing to her and everything. So I definitely liked that. And then I liked how Owen Wilson comes back. So you had enough of uh, getting kicked in the nuts, (laughs) 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 just comes back and everything. So I thought that was actually a funny moment and stuff like that. And then also too, my other favorite moment that Loki's doing is he reminds me of the kid who played, who cried wolf basically way too many times where nobody believes him and even Owen Wilson at that moment he goes but I'm telling the truth now you got to listen to me it reminds me straight up from the kid who cried wolf mm-hmm. and everything and finally he's telling the truth and Owen Wilson's not fi- is not facing the reality that the TVA is evil and there's something more to him because he's also a variant that comes from a different place and everything and he's refusing to believe it because that's what he was taught and he's got his blinders on his uh, filters on and not believing in anything. And then, you know, he, it's you can tell he kind of believes him, but also kind of hesitant, though, too. In the back of his mind, he goes, okay, is he really playing? Is he playing me? Is he being Loki? Or is he mm-hmm. actually being very concerned for me because of the fact that these people are not who they say they are? And am I really a variant? I like how he actually goes on ahead, plays it off. He's going to have a drink with, uh, what's that? What's the character's name, Charlie? Ravama. R- Ravana or whatever. Ravana. Well, anyways, with her, I like how he tries to play it off. He has a drink. Of course, she's on to him and everything because he's he's questioning everything about her. But I like how he switches the, the gear up to where he can go to the library and check out certain books. Because remember, they don't have access to everything. Just like Loki doesn't have access to everything. Because here's the thing. Even though they didn't touch on this at the very first episode... Because remember, Loki didn't have access to all the files, remember? So that tells me maybe the TVAs don't have information to all their files either. Nothing but her who has access to everything. So maybe that's why Owen Wilson had to go on and switch up everything to get the file that he needed to see the history of what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And then he winds up getting caught. And then I also liked how he said, 
please tell me I'm on I'm on jet I'm on jet ski. Please tell me that um I got captured when I was on jet ski. <laughs> and everything that part was very funny. And then all of a sudden yeah. she just goes on and whacks him. And I mean it um even though it was two episodes, it was a very powerful moment because you have that emotional attachment to that character for two episodes, and I made me care about that character. And we're all wondering when he's gonna pop up again, and all of a sudden he's just gone. My face just dropped. And also, too, I'm almost shed a tear because of the fact that this character that I love that Owen Wilson played might be gone and everything. And you don't know at that time that he's dead or not, or, or if he's going to wake up on another place or anything like that, just like when Loki did at the post credits. But that's just my thoughts on it. What, what about you guys? Um, I, I think that this is... Um... I was more interested in the plot than I was into the sets and all that. Cause I, I mean, I can tell you the set stuff. I never really cared for the set stuff, you know? Um, but the plot was very interesting. And I think, uh, Ravona, Oh, I forgot her name, but I call her Ravona. I think Ravona just sort of sparked Owen Wilson's attention when she would not let him talk to Sylvie which makes no sense. I mean, she sent him to go look for Sylvie. They find Sylvie and Loki together. So he solves the, the problem. Then all of a sudden you're like, no hands off. I can't talk to Sylvie to see like what in the world is going on, you know? So I kind of figured that that was going to stir up Owen Wilson to ask more questions and more questions. And the only place he was he was getting any answer was Loki. So I figured he was gonna go look to see what was going on because just things were not adding up. And I don't know whether Ravona is the timekeepers or if she's the mastermind that keeps everything on. I don't quite know what's going on with this, but you know, it's something that Sylvie and Loki are probably going to figure out. I think it's like you said, John, whatever spark is between them is going to destroy the TVA. And then people are going to just naturally do whatever. They're, it won't matter about deviations from timelines. People just live their lives and, you know, it won't be a problem. But, you know, I understand what Charlie is saying. It is sad on a level where you just grab a kid. I mean, you just literally kidnap a kid. For no reason. I mean, that kid is, you know, and having her go through that process, that was that was very jarring. And I'm glad they showed that because, you know, if you're a little kid and you're going through metal detectors and all of this stuff and you got adults treating you like you're a number, that's traumatizing. And that's why Sylvia wants her revenge is she was traumatized by this. She was snatched from her world for something she never did. Exactly. She's from Asgard, so that's where she was. She was just playing the ship, and you take her, and it's play. And Ravana was the one that captured her, so uh, go fitting. But it's just like mm-hmm. I just thought it was just like way too easy. Like what and like how they found him. I'm like, uh, it, there's too much tracking in the TVA. They're so very that, but it's just the way he went out was kind of lame. Like you, you were just like you. you he, he took your thing. I'm gonna prune you. Come on, 
<laughs> really? You're really that self-centered just because some guy's proving you like pretty much telling you how it is and pretty much saying you're wrong. And you're just going to kill him just for that. Come on. Like it's the TV is a dictatorship and it's, 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 it's really, it was really annoying that like nothing's happening to them yet. And yeah. I'm hoping, uh, I, I hope <laughs> that yeah. something happens to them because the way we're going, all the good guys are losing. And it's, and it's really like, it's just upsetting okay. to see that because yeah, Loki's not a good guy, but in this case he is. And yet somebody that finally caught up on you and you, and you, you, you prune more Mobius, but you don't prune Loki in the same situation. You just have him see it. I mean, for the TV, they're not really thinking that bright. And it's like, it's not like you're like, I, I, I don't know. It's just too, it's too convoluted right now. And there's so much going on. There's so many theories and stuff. And it's just, like, I mean, sure, they're getting multiverse, but again, I don't even know how this is going to relate to Phase 4. Like, I really hope Marvel knows what they're doing, um, and I really thought the animatronics, the way they looked, was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. The animatronic in a, in a low-budget movie like Willy's Wonderland looked ten times better than those animatronics in Marvel. And Marvel yep. is a ton of money, and yet you couldn't afford more better animatronics. Like, I mean, like, Deadpool was like, you couldn't afford any more X-Men. Like, come on, you guys have a ton of budget. Like, fix it. Fix the visual. I think that was intentional, though, Charlie. I think they intended for them, for exactly. those things to look cheap and to look like that, to just show just how fake they really are. VA is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it just annoying. And it's just like, I just figured they could have done it a little bit better to maybe make it seem more real and then and then still be fake. No, but not fake just right off the bat like that it kind of like blows up the what, what everybody's opinion of the tva in an instant and i think i think you could have built that up a little bit like a little bit more of the way they looked and i guess well i think they only got six episodes i mean that's why i'm, I'm against six episodes i think they need to at least have eight like netflix at least have eight or ten mm. because they really I'm with you, Charles. I wish they had kind of built out this TVA because it's like they're introduced and boom, now we're trying to unravel them. But we don't know the history of the TVA, what they've been doing, you know, why they picked these certain variants to be the employees. I mean, it's a whole bunch of TVA stuff that I would like to know, but it's six episodes. They don't have any time. No, yet you give no. 10 episodes to WandaVision and when that could have been six and you could have maybe made other, yeah. episodes, other shows 10, eight or 10, at least Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been 10. This should have been at least eight because there's so much, there's yeah. so much happening. Yeah. I mean, I think six is too much too soon. Yeah. I mean, if we do six, just give us all the episodes right off the bat. Don't make us wait every week. Yeah. Like, in the episodes, you can spread it out. But if it's six, you just need to like at least give us a bunch of the episodes right off the bat. Right. And like, I mean, I don't think I don't know. That's yeah. just the problem with like that. I don't know why they 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 decide to do this another season. I'm like, I don't. I wonder how that is. But I don't know. I just think they could have built this out a little bit more, so they could have had more chance for filler. But like that last that the last episode was just so bad. This one had to be better and it was slightly but it's still like i said it was a downer like, right off the bat kids getting taken mm-hmm. their characters getting supposedly killed nothing like 
Like, yeah. sure, there's funny moments here or there, but I just don't think, I think they felt kind of forced because it was like, they had well, to redeem themselves. Well, now I kind of see why why that last episode mm-hmm. happened because they had to put the two Lokis together so that love could be created, I guess, for them. Or for Loki to love himself. Yeah. And to Loki. understand um, that version of the Loki and everything, too. Yeah. And then we also have now the sense of danger with the TS, uh, TVA now mm-hmm. because of that spark, because it also causes something different within that timeline that the TVA is actually trying to protect, which is them being destroyed. So mm-hmm. now we know why Owen Wilson wasn't allowed to talk to her, uh, Lady the other Loki was because of the really? fact that she knew, right, because she knew what kind of power she has. She knew she can go into their heads Mm-hmm. And all, and show them their memories and show them where they came from and all the lies and BS that she told them. And that's what she was scared of. And that's mm-hmm. why uh, Owen Wilson got killed at, at, towards that part. And then also, too, I liked the layout of this whole entire thing where basically we know how fake they actually are. They're animatronics. And yes, I was expecting the CGI blood, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you. And then all of a sudden you see the spark. And then it just falls down. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense on what you were saying, though, Ledesia, not too long ago about the puppets controlling everything, about them doing everything that the TVA is actually telling them to do and follow and things like that. And the funny thing is, they're carrying out orders by something that is not even real mm-hmm. and everything, which is scary to me. In their minds, they're thinking that they're doing something right. And the villains that think that they're doing something right, but it's actually wrong, mm-hmm. are the villains that are the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's the villains that I love the most. And, and, what, and what's really scary to me, John, is just that who is con- who is really controlling well, this stuff? Well, here's the thing. I do have a little bit of a theory. And I know everybody's been saying that and everything. And I'm I'm still leaning on this. Um, I'm thinking it's Kang the Conqueror, which is actually going to be introduced into Ant Man, the new Ant Man movie, and everything, because he's oh, actually yeah. part of the TVA. He's actually the person who was constructed into the TVA. He's the one who made the TVA. Oh, and everything, and constructed the TVA. Hmm. And so I'm thinking. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm thinking he's actually the real timekeeper. I'm mm-hmm. thinking he's the big bad and everything, and it's going to be linked uh-huh. over to Ant-Man because I think this Loki series t- is tied into Ant-Man now that mm-hmm. I'm more, more than likely thinking because we have other realms. We have the uh, um, the horror realms and all the different realms, but this, the Phantom uh, Zone and all that stuff, I'm thinking this is actually going to be played into Ant-Man. I really do. I think that this is actually going to be part of that. And um, Richard F. Grant played the other Loki, the big, the other Loki that was at the post credit scene. Because we mm-hmm. actually have Loki Gator, which I'm calling. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I'm, huh? Crocodile Loki. Right. You know what, though? I'm just going to say this. I think he's just from Louisiana, and he just got zapped over there. So that's just going to be Crocodile uh, Loki from Louisiana. And then we... <laughs> And we have the Cajun Loki that's holding. Kid that's Loki. holding. Yeah, we have a Kid Loki who's also part of Louisiana who's who's holding Crocodile Loki. 
but <laughs> it's boastful. It's boastful Loki, kid Loki, classic Loki, well, and crocodile, crocodile like. No, Loki. that's 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 Louisiana crocodile Loki. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! So Louisiana uh, Loki meets British Loki, right? Oh my God! Oh, I don't think Lord. it's in Louisiana. I think no. In, uh, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I know. I think it's in New York. Where oh Loki no! Well, you know, in yeah, Florida, that, um, Florida is the whole state. We should we should call this whole state Loki in Florida. <laughs> and that's all that's around here. Because um, that's Florida, man. <laughs> um, one of the buildings is the Avenger Tower in that in that in the classic that that last image. So it's I think it's in a a, a, a torn down New York, maybe yeah. it, it maybe in a in a realm where they destroy New York. Well, don't forget, Loki did destroy New York with um the very first Avengers movie mm-hmm. and everything too. So. That could actually be linked into it because none of the other new movies are supposed to be linked into this phase. None of the other stuff that the other Avengers did in the past is supposed to be linked to it other than whenever Loki saw his death. But I'm thinking that that might have been the events from the very first Avengers movie. That's just me speculating. No truth to that. Mm-hmm. But that's just what I'm thinking. I mean, maybe. But I think this is like a really torn down New York. Like New York, when after, the, after what Loki did, yeah, it was there was a lot of destruction, but not to the degree of what we saw in the post credit scene. This is like, I think, I think probably in the post credit scene is probably as it, what if Loki had won, not, not Loki losing, which we still had New York, still had lights, still had everything. This was all dark, like desolate, like last of us feel to it, New York. So that's what if the Cree had won? Um, I mean, I, I think I, I did. Yeah. Um, in a sense, Okay, that's a good possibility, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, another thing, though, too, is there's another theory floating around that Miss Minutes might actually be the one who's in, who's actually the behind everything. <laughs> the little cartoon character? Yeah, because think of it like this, and I even told Charlie this, we haven't seen her for two episodes. Yeah. So what is she doing? With all this, even though we think that she's only a little cartoon character, is she is she effing up everything over there at the TVA? You know? <laughs> but I'm leaning more towards my other theory, though, to be honest with you, because it fits in. I'm thinking I'm still going with, um, I'm still I'm still going with it that King the Conqueror is the one who's in charge of the TVA, who's actually doing this to other people and stuff like that, and they're following. Kang and without even knowing that they're following him because remember they've been puppeteers being part of this whole entire puppet show that they've been following orders from that might be linked over to Kang hmm. I think he's actually the Wizard of Oz of the TVA well clearly there's a Wizard of Oz somewhere because right. we got you know the cheap androids or robots <laughs> going around so there's a Wizard of Oz somewhere, and, you know, I am curious to see what it is, but, you know, overall, I really I really like this episode. We finally got on track. Right. And, um, and we're finally doing something that's interesting, um, because last week was a filler. It really was, you know, and I can understand why it kind of was a filler, 
Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Florida man is a Loki too, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm just glad they kind of got on track from last week. But mm. I understand why they did that. But, Same. Um, but they definitely finally piqued my curiosity because I was like, where are we going? Because right. I don't know, last week was a slog. It was kind of a slog to get through. That, that was that was a rough one. I'm not gonna it lie. Can, but seeing this, I can appreciate it a little bit. But at the same time, like if I was gonna binge it, I'm like, no, I can just skip over the episode, this episode right here, yeah. without having to see this, you know. But yeah. then you miss out on the other little groundwork that they're doing. But. <laughs> You know, but Richard F. Grant is an actor, and he's actually the one who's playing the other Loki on that other post-credits scene. Mm. So, yeah, so that's the classic Loki, like you mentioned, Charlie. And I'm thinking that might actually be a bad version of Loki. Mm, what do you mean by bad version of Loki? Like more evil, more sadistic, oh. um, and everything than what we got with Tom Hiddleston's character. But what oh, do you guys okay. think about that? Oh, that'll be interesting, cause you know, I, I it's I kind of think that these Lokis have degrees of mischief from being psychotic to being just mischievous, you know, and um, I think it's a spectrum that they sit on. So I would like to see like what part of Loki would be psychotic, you know, and I'm thinking it's not gonna be the Hiddleston one. You know, but Hiddleston is not psychotic. His Loki is not that. So I am more mischievous than anything. Yeah, he's mischievous and narcissistic, but you know, psychotic, no. So I am curious to see the other Lokis, like some weird family reunion. I don't think any of them are bad because, I mean, if they were bad, they both left Loki there to die, left one of their own to die. If they were, he was really that an evil Loki or all of them were just evil in a sense, they would have like, Hey, you're going to die. if you don't come with us. Like not they necessarily just because this is just me thinking outside the box a little bit. What better way to actually pretend that you're not as evil as you say you are. It's like saying, okay, come on, let me show you around this ship over here or around this area and everything. And he's being presented in a positive way, but really he's not, who he says he is. But what do you think about that? It's too much thinking for the show. Like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, it, I mean, it was complex to begin with. Now you're just adding more layers of complex to it. And it's just like, I mean, the things are supposed to be enjoyable yet. And you can still think not so complex. You have a hard time enjoying it. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's just all no, it's just too much. Like, I mean, it's just, I mean, like, you could do it with Falcon Winters. Yeah, there's parts of it to think about what's going on, but that was exciting stuff. This one is just too com, And that one was pretty, sure, it was complex, but it wasn't complex like this. We're talking about, like, different quantums and stuff. And, and you, if you haven't really fully, like, told us about it and other stuff, and, and you're, we're just getting introduced into it, it's really hard to pick up on what's really going on. It's like... It, it's a, it's it's kind of losing the enjoyment of it when it gets too confusing. You're like, yeah, you can think, but if you're thinking too much, you, you're not picking up on what 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 really they're trying to do. And and then that's the problem with this current phase because we're 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 busy thinking of all these theories, and yet 
you haven't really fully explained what what's going on. And, and that's, that's that's kind of the annoying part. But um, what you're saying, no, I wasn't for the animatronics. I wasn't expecting CGI blood or anything. Just <laughs> looked a little better. Like, yeah, I know. Like, you're trying to prove that TVA is fake, but there's better ways of doing it. Like, I, I wasn't expecting CGI blood. I was expecting maybe them to look a little, maybe more sinister and not look like a joke right off the bat. And then it kind of throws that whole scene like out the window. And it's like, and then it kind of like, you could have like do it for the add more thought and more intrigue into it and make them look somewhat fake, but somewhat real, not straight up fake. I mean, there, there are better ways they could have done it to maybe add more meaning to that scene of the timekeepers. Cause you get building them up like, Oh, the timekeepers. And then the way they look, they, they look like they were came from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Probably worse. But you know, with, but with the time loop stuff, it reminds me of the um, of the Flash TV show, where you constantly where Flash is going from thing to thing to thing, timeline to timeline to timeline, and then you're constantly since he's going to all these different places, nothing really ever gets kind of you know tied up right, and it just leaves loose ends everywhere, and I think that's probably what's going to happen with Loki because they're going, they're jumping from all these different timelines and different planets, realities back and forth and all that. And it sounds like it's just going to create just a bunch of loose ends somewhere. And, you know, and I don't know what this, the real time keeper, I don't know what his game is, his or her game is, in terms of trying to keep a certain timeline together, but you know the two, the, all these Lokis together clearly are going to, you know, they're going to do something to make sure that they're going to blow up all this, all these different timelines. It's going to be crazy. It's definitely going to be crazy. I would love to see. We're not going to. I would like for them to think we're not going to take it, <laughs> and <laughs> as they're going on ahead, destroying everything, and have yeah. have that in the background. Because that would be that would be perfect, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and have Owen Wilson in the background though, too, and then yeah. singing and uh, going up to the TVA singing, "We're not going to take it." Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, Owen Wilson perfect. isn't dead. He isn't dead. He's somewhere. Right. He is somewhere, and Loki will <sighs> find him in whatever gray area he at. He gonna go find him, and probably the girl who started all this. Right, they're gonna bring them all back. I think so too. Yeah, they're gonna so, bring it all back. So, any more final thoughts as far as this episode goes? I think we dissected everything that we wanted to dissect. What about you guys? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It, it really is finally getting some momentum to me. Me too. I really feel better with this episode than I did mm-hmm. episode three, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, just thinking about it, I actually feel better with this one compared to where we were with the third one. I was more though, depressed with episode three. I mean, same. episode three was just lame. And mm-hmm. yeah. You see, like I said before at the very beginning of this episode, I didn't mind the purple planet because we were yeah. only there for like 10 minutes, five, yeah. 10 minutes, and then we're gone. And then we're mm-hmm. right back to where we were with episode three. So yeah. for me, it didn't take me out of the episode at all. Mm-hmm. And yes, some set pieces will take me out of an episode depending on how it's being presented and everything because too much CGI can actually take me out of something. 
and I'm not saying this show does or anything like that, but some set pieces with CGI takes me out of the element a little bit. But this, it, uh, to be honest with you, episode three felt like it took me a little bit out of the element per se. And I know I just said that it didn't, the show didn't really do it, but looking back on episode three, it kind of did because of the fact that you see this, these asteroids coming, but they're not hitting anything. They're not hitting the characters. There's no sense of danger in this world or anything like that. So that's why it took me a little bit out of that element. This one, on the other hand, put me right back to where I want to be at. Yeah, it felt like artificial danger. I mean, I felt more danger in Superman watching (laughs) Krypton, you know, explode. Now that felt dangerous to me, the one with Christopher Reeve, this thing, you know. I I feel more danger when I'm putting on an Oculus. And the flying hula hoops, you know, we can't right. you can't watch right. Superman without the flying hula hoops. No, definitely not. <laughs> so so with that being said, guys, that's gonna do it for our show for tonight. I'm hope that you guys enjoyed our after show for Loki season one, episode four. We have two episodes left. I just want to thank Ladasia for joining me as always, as well for these after shows. And love it. I'm glad you do. I'm glad <laughs> that you want to be on here and everything too. And I also want to thank Charlie for always yeah. uh, coming in and everything and um, just talking about Loki and all these other after shows that we've been doing. So with that being said, guys, this is what I want you guys to do. Head over to GoFundMe.com forward slash movie lovers podcast and donate five to $10. If you can, if you can't, I totally understand. I'd understand the pandemic has actually got everybody's holes and a wad right now, but that's okay because you know why? You guys can just go on ahead, hit that like button, hit that share button. We would greatly appreciate that the most, to be honest with you, because that actually helps us get ranking, get ranked, and also for people to find us. Also, to share this with everybody else. Also, to if you want an audio only episode of this podcast and many more of our episodes, just find that wherever you guys get your podcasts from. Another thing, too, is go ahead and follow us at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook underneath the same brand name on Pinterest and on Instagram. Then, of course, follow me on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and underneath the same name on Stereo. We do a couple of episodes from time to time over there. And you can also go on ahead, go to MovieLoversUnite.com for all your entertainment needs and wants. And if you want to reach out to me via email, just go on ahead at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. And those are all the places that you can reach me at. And also, too, before I forget, I'm also on Schmoes of the North Network on Saturdays at 3 o'clock Central Time, 4 o'clock Eastern, 2 1 o'clock uh, Pacific Time, talking about Schmodown people, uh, contestants who have been in the Schmodown and stuff like that for Mount Schmodown. So go ahead, check that out. Subscribe to Mount Schmodown. If you don't know what Schmodown is, it is basically mm-hmm. just movie trivia in the format of WWE wrestling style format. And they have inner geekdom builds, they have factions, they have villains, they have heroes, and all that other stuff. So, always until next time, guys, it's been real, it's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye bye. Bye, Australia. <laughs> Good on, mate. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audio books, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. 
they actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.